Welcome to another exciting episode of the Dr. Joey Kramer podcast, a podcast on health. Health can be being a complete state of well-being, not just the absence of sickness or disease. Today, I am honored to have a very special guest on the podcast, the owner of Procore Fitness, Justin Lewis, the master behind training, multiple UFC World Championships, Hall of Famers across multiple sports, and of course, our wonderful local South Lake community. Welcome to the show, Justin. Thanks. That was a nice introduction. I was trying. Yeah. <laughs> I was working really hard on that. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> Thanks, dude. What's up today? Not much, dude. It's beautiful out and it out is. of the rain, so this is nice. It is nice. Yeah, it, was, yeah. it felt like the Midwest for this whole week. Yeah. Like it, the last... Yeah, it felt like the Midwest met Seattle. Yeah. And they had a hideous child. <laughs> I have a... Uh, I have a, a patient that's really on, on like ADA, like compliance, mm-hmm. and she's in a wheelchair, or he's in a wheelchair, and um, when he parks, he gets really mad because our parking lot floods, and he's like, this is, oh not, a- he's like, this is not ADA compliant, blah, yeah, blah, I'm going to call the landlord. <laughs> yeah, like, for real. Go ahead, dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> have him tear out the parking I lot. think about that. Yeah. 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 So, pretty Man. nuts. Yeah, that is nuts. You guys have any classes so far? You've been training yet? Not today, no. Not today? No. Not today. Okay. Had an early finish yesterday. Nice. We did Valentine's, you know, a yeah. day early. That's a good thing. Yeah. You were telling me you were watching the world's most terrible yeah, romance that's, shows? That's our tradition. We that's watch a horrible romance show. What's the most horrible one you've seen to date? The one we saw last night. <laughs> Everything about it was so perfectly horrible. Right? Like, you know, like, you'll watch, like, some scary movies just because of how bad they are? Yes. That's how this show is. That's awesome. It's like the music's perfectly terrible. The <laughs> characters are perfectly terrible. How do they rope the people into that show? They're bad people, I guess. Oh, <laughs> well, that desperate? Yeah. That's one or the other? I don't know. There's various reasons, and none of them are healthy. Was this on Netflix, or was this? It. It's on Netflix. It's on it's Netflix. called Love is Blind. I highly recommend Love it. is Blind. All right, you all. For all you singles out there today, <laughs> yeah. get on there, and you can find your opportunity to meet the love of your life. Oh, it's good. Love is Blind. Yeah, watch it. Um, so I want to start, tell me a little bit about Procore. How'd you guys get started? You know, the, the, the short version of it, how long are we doing this podcast? How long I usually go between 45 and an hour. Okay. So we got a little bit of time. Okay. Yeah. The, the long and short of it is, um, tried to start a new program with a big box gym I was working at. Uh, it went up to corporate. They adopted the program. We were partnered with a big name UFC celebrity who I won't mention or the name of the company and everything was good to go they put in a PO for a bunch of stuff you would need for the, the class and um, and then they got a new CEO and he axed it he axed it so Jeez. yeah so then my current business partner yeah. and I were just like well that's a bummer and he's like Let's just start our own gym. That's awesome. And so, um, yeah, so we, we took that concept, added to it, and started our own thing. When did you guys open? Technically, we opened December 26th, 2013 or 2014. No way. Um, but that was in, like, a garage. That's right? okay. So I don't really count that. I would count it the start. It is the start, but it's like then we moved into our location now that's, you know, like 10,000 square feet, and that was like starting a new business. I mean, 
It is going from nine hundred square feet. Yeah. Which requires basically nothing. Nothing, right? It's like some rubber mats on the ground. Yeah, Yeah. and no one expects anything from you. By the way, they're like these poor guys. They're in a garage, right? (laughs) Like, they they sounds like the CrossFit movement. Yeah, they all start in a garage. Yeah. 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 So we started. I think this current location, like July of. 2016 or 2017 I don't know so you were in a a garage for two years yeah something like that yeah a half two years that's not bad that's a good journey yeah so yeah but I really kind of think think of Procore so we weren't really a business we were just a couple of trainers in a garage right nice now we're an actual fitness center like a real business an actual legit business yeah so that's kind of when I counted is like when we came into the new facility okay How'd you guys come up with this concept? I mean, obviously, yeah. you know, the world of fitness has a lot of trash. Yeah, tons. Right, tons of it. And so, obviously, your proof of concept had to be really good, especially if you're bringing in UFC champions, yeah. right, to work with you. So, what was the foundation behind it? Um, well, it was kind of like, you know, slightly borrowed from my past life as a chef. Yeah. And, you know, like in the restaurant industry, you better deliver a consistent product, right? Like if you order a grilled cheese today and it tastes different than the grilled cheese yesterday, you're probably not going to come back. Very true. And the fitness industry is just like, yeah, you get what you get, you know, like (laughs) there's no consistency anywhere. Even at the best gyms, you have like great trainers and terrible trainers right yeah. and, it, and you have the even, weekend guys who went in and took the you know their weekend cert and now all of a sudden they're experts right right yeah. right exactly yeah. and then like even at the best chains so to speak right like they have great locations and they have terrible locations right there's just no consistency so part one was i want to be able to look a person in the eye and like guarantee them a good experience and that meant hiring the best people i could find and um and then putting certain standards in place so that, you know, we knew that our clients would be, you know, not just protected because, you know, you could get hurt in fitness when it's not done right. But I have. also yeah. really get results, right? Like yeah. long-term results. And that was the other inspiration there was that, you know, most of the industry and probably just because it's good marketing is geared towards short-term results, right? It's like lose 20 pounds in 20 days. That's it. And that's and that never works. It just doesn't We all know stick. it doesn't work. If you've yeah. been around a long time, you know that doesn't work. No. No. It doesn't stick. Yeah. And, and, and so, you know, most of our demographic, you know, we, we call it super moms and CEOs, right? It's I love like, it. Like, uh, we got busy professionals who are, you, you know, they're not 20... They're not looking to like get a six pack. They're looking to like be able to keep up with their kids. They want to be able to enjoy their retirements. They want to be able to, um, like, not be limited by their body. Yeah, very and, true. And and that requires a, an eye on stuff that works in the long term, right? Stuff that you'll stick to and stuff that you know will actually work for you and it'll fit into your life and not, um, and not like stress you out further. Sure. And so that that's really what it came down to is we want to deliver that consistently. Yeah. That takes a lot of work. It does. In the service industry, that's no easy thing to do. No, it's not easy at all. That's why you have to have people that care. Yeah. Legit that's amazing. Care. Legit, like they actually want to see results. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's the main thing I look yeah. for in hiring is like, do you really care about people? Not just say it. Do you really care yeah. about people? Yeah. Are you hungry? Like, and are you humble and are you coachable? 
If you've got those things, like you, everything else becomes easy. That's awesome. Those are hard qualities to find. They are. Yeah, it's a diamond in a rough. It is, yeah. yeah. You gotta kiss a lot of frogs. <laughs> <laughs> For real. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Um, that's fascinating. You know, I was thinking about this because the other day I was talking with a patient about the, something about Mary, you know, when he's in the car and he's like, why do eight minute abs when you can do six minute abs, right? And that's what and she was laughing, and I was like, "But it doesn't work." And right. she was, and that was what we were getting at. And I think that's you know, it's a rare quality in today's fitness industry that you find somebody that one can look you in the eyes and guarantee results, mm-hmm. and two, guarantee that you're not going to get injured. Yeah, I think that's something that's very important because for sure, a lot of times, you know, I see what I see is the weekend warrior decides that I'm going to go do a. Uh, forgive me for butchering this, but like a, an event race, like one of those uh, warrior races or the, you know, the dashes where they have obstacle courses and they yeah. run them. And next thing you know, they totally screwed themselves up. Mm-hmm. And they're like, what did I do wrong, right? I'd sure. be, yeah. Or I'm going to start doing CrossFit. And then what ends up happening is the guy who opened the CrossFit box just got a weak insert. And now he's going to teach somebody to do Olympic weightlift, which is asinine. Yeah. And these people just come in with terrible injuries. Yeah. And it's just nuts. Yeah, it's it really not, is. it doesn't, it makes them, they are now limited by their body. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, not the opposite of what you just That's said. Exactly right. Yeah, and and listen, I don't, I don't like to dog anything in fitness because, like people say, well, what do you think about CrossFit? And it's like, well, I think that you know, you you probably get injured. Yeah, but I mean, a torn labrum's better than heart disease, right? Like, it is. Right, like it's it better to have a torn labrum yeah. than to have a blockage in you know sure. one of your arteries. Yeah. But, you know... It's it, not if, it's when yeah, on the injury thing. It's going to happen. Right, right. We already know it. Yeah. But I look at it like I look at football, right? Yeah. It's like, I'm not going to say don't play football because you'll get hurt. Yeah. You just got to know football is going to hurt you, it right? Like, that's you, it. That's just something you have to know yeah. going into it, right? Yeah. If that's what you love, though, yeah. if that's what keeps you going, right? Like, then go. I do jujitsu, right? Yeah. Like, you're going to get hurt. Yeah. But I love it. Yeah, because people are trying to break your limb. Yeah, submit you. they're literally trying to break you. <laughs> yeah, they are. But, yeah. yeah, so, I mean, whatever keeps you active is That's probably awesome. the best thing. But but if you want to do it and not get injured, there's ways to do that. There is. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I was thinking about that. So when we, when we were sitting down talking before this podcast, you made a comment that was really fascinating. Mm-hmm. And it was, if you have a Lamborghini and you want to make it faster, you don't su- and you have a bent frame, you don't supercharge it. Right. Because the car's not going to produce. It's right. going to break, mm-hmm. right? You said straighten the frame out, then supercharge the car. Right. A lot of humans, when they enter the fitness industry or enter into the working out world, don't understand that concept. Sure. Right? Yeah. Can you elaborate on that idea of what it means to, like, straighten yeah. the frame out in the human body? Yeah, well, that's a great question. The reason I say that is, you know, we were talking about athletes at the time. And yeah. A lot of athletes have only ever seriously the only or the only serious training they've ever gotten is like supercharging the engine or turbocharging sure. it right it's heavier. like go Lift faster heavier, run faster yeah everything right. has been what the coach learned right in their own training that they went through exactly right and so we've learned something since then you know yeah. and so we should apply that yeah but you know the first thing you would look at with an athlete or anybody is are the, is their body properly aligned is are the muscles and the bones working as they were intended to. That's important. Because if they're not, that's step one. And that's why I use the, that Lambo analogy. I mean, if the frame is bent and you want to increase your performance, just straighten out the frame. Imagine a, your car with a bent chassis 
I, I think chassis means frame. I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know what I'm not a car means. guy, so I don't know. Yeah. Neither am I. Yeah. I'm just pretending to yeah. be. <laughs> and, but if you have, you know, a bent chassis, yeah. the best thing you could do for the performance of that vehicle is straighten it out. Sure. That's 100%. the best thing you could do. Yeah. Once that frame is straight, then turbocharge it. Because if you don't and you try to gas that thing and go fast, yeah. um, <laughs> whatever goes hard <laughs> what to do, yeah. Uh, you know, it's going to rattle and shake and stuff's going to break and it won't even give you the performance you want. So with people, and I'm sure you see this all the time, you might see, let's say, their calves are too tight and their antagonist, the, the anterior tibialis, is, is weak, right? Sure. And so now they lose range of motion in the ankle and so then they compensate for that in the hips and then the poor knees are stuck between, you know, this terrible ankles and hips like some sort of redheaded stepchild. Yep. You know, all of a sudden, like, their their spine starts to, you know, become a C instead of an S because yeah. their hips are all whacked from their ankles and then yeah. their shoulders are out of place. And and so... Well, I know, think that's especially true with what you're targeting here. Right. I mean, Supermom CEOs, I think about CEO, I think one person's going to have tight hips. They spend a lot of time traveling. Mm-hmm. They're at a desk. They're in right. meetings a lot of the time. Right. So I think psoas, I think hip flexors, I mm-hmm. think quads are all... For sure. Just super tight. Usually inactive glutes also because they're not they're not right. using the proper chains right? right that's it exactly so they right. probably have a lot of chronic issues shoulders are always anterior rotated they're yeah. always dealing with this same with moms mm-hmm. super moms when they have kids right I mean think about it we just both had a kid what is it's terrible I mean like you're you're carrying this twenty pound weight all with you everywhere yeah. yeah. Yeah, and yeah. we have some mom CEOs, right? Yeah. So it's like, <laughs> so like that's a tough. It is. They're dealing with a lot. Let me put it that it way. So what I'm hearing from you is that if I were to come to Procore to come start with you, we don't start with just jumping into a class. Not generally. No, you start with an assessment. Right. Yeah, which makes sense. You assess yeah. the body's performance first. Yeah. To see if they're able to do what we're going to put demands on to help right. them long term. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good strategy. Yeah, you yeah. you have to assess. Yeah. And so, you know, if you're listening, you don't, you know, I'm not saying you have to come work out at Procore, but just like you wouldn't go to a chiropractor who didn't assess you. Yeah, I know right? people like, who do that though. Right, like. They just go lay down and crack. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't make sense. They got to know what's happening in your yeah. body. And, and any good training program should involve quite a bit of assessment. Sure. Because uh, I've had people in my office like, well, you know, I talked to these people at this place and they told me what I'm going to be doing every day for the next three months. I'm like, did they assess you? I'm like, well, no. I'm like, well, then congrats on your cookie cutter program. I sure. Mean, so wherever you go, whether and whether it's chiropractic or it's, you know, it's fitness or it's anything, anything dealing with your body. Yeah, you should be. Assessed. Don't trust it if they don't assess. You. <laughs> That's 100 percent right. Right. And they should be assessing yeah. things like. Your movement efficiency, yeah. as we call it, that bench chassis. Yeah, they should be assessing your, um, you know, your cardiorespiratory system. They should be assessing, you know, your strength, your stability, your strength endurance. They should be assessing your passive range of motion versus your active range of motion. All important and, things, right? Like these are, and they should be assessing your your habits, right? Because if they're not looking at your habits in your life, then they're just going to try and smash some program and tell you to figure out how to fit it in. That's crazy. That doesn't right? work. It doesn't work. You go, no. It's hard to stick to. Yes. You could do it if you're a beast, but I'm, yeah. I'm not a beast. Like I need something that's going to fit into my life. Yes. So they should also be assessing your habits, right? Like they should yeah. know what's going to fit for this person. 
and sure. can give you an honest prognosis, right? Like, yeah. Well, like, tell hey, me what CEO is going to go give two hours to a gym. Right. Nobody. Yeah, very few. Yeah, very few of them. Yeah, yeah, very few. Yeah. Yeah, so you, or what mom or... What mom, mom's not giving up two hours of the day. Freaking no way. No way. No way, right? Yeah. Like, everyone's busy. Yeah. And so, yeah, you, you got to find a way to fit that in. So they should be looking at your lifestyle as sure. well. So that they can attach it to things so it's not super stressful to implement. Yeah. So given in your, you know, your years of experience now, what has been the most common pattern that you've seen come through? Is everybody different? Or do you have a common thread that you see in, you know, people in general mm. right now? Like you just made the reference of saying a weak mm. tib anterior, you know, tight hips, weak knees, et cetera. Is there a common thread that's happening in today's society that you've seen? That's a great question. Um, I, I, I wouldn't say there's one common thread. Everyone is different and everyone has kind of idiosyncrasies, but I, I think there's definitely, you know, maybe seven to nine kind of general avatars that most people are going to fit 90% within that box. Sure. Right? And tweaking is with, that's real right. service. They're going to have some weird little idiosyncrasies, yeah. like I said, like sure. they all do. But, um, yeah, I mean the most common things you're going to see are generally, you know, the, the alignment type stuff, the, yeah. the efficiency of their motion and, um, and the the biggest, the most common problem I've seen is across everyone is just they've been sold bad strategies and then they've come to blame themselves, right? So it's like, I went on this crash diet. They told me I'd lose 20 pounds and I did, but then I gained it right back. I just don't know why I can't stay healthy. And it's like, cause that was a bad strategy, but people blame themselves. 100%. Right? They think they're defective. Yes. And in reality, someone sold them some bullshit, pardon yeah. my language. That's fine. You can do that on this. Oh, I can? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. So someone sold them some crap. Uh -huh. And then they trusted that person. So when it didn't work, they blamed themselves. And so the most common thread I see is like people are a little bit discouraged or cynical. They are. They're both. I yeah. see that a lot. That's both of them. Yeah. They're, they're ticked because one, they were given a cookie cutter program. Right. Here, take this pill. You have migraines, this works with everybody. Yeah. Boom, take this. And then they don't want to do that. Right. It makes them worse and they blame their body and they think their body is deficient. Right. Yeah. Why can't I recover from this? Yeah. This is and all. It's, like, yeah. it's not you. Yeah, it's not you. It was yeah. trash. Yeah. Right? You got yeah. sold snake oil. Yes. And yeah. so it's either that usually turns into, you know, discouragement or it turns into cynicism. Yeah. And and neither of those are those is someone's fault because they're not a health professional, right? Like they don't know the difference. No. So, you know, if, if that sounds like you, you know, then probably. You were sold crap. Yeah. It's one beginning. of our core tenants. Like when yeah. you come in, there's this big wall. I love wall. it. That's, where the, uh, that's my first thing I remember about coming here. Oh, show. really? That's the greatest thing in the world. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you, you put it out there. You, yeah. Yeah. And one true. of the first rules is your body isn't different. Yes. I promise you it's not. Yeah. Right, like you might have some weird stuff, you know, some tweaks and unique sure. things to you, but yeah, but you know, I would say mechanisms of injury work. would be important, yeah. right? Like it depends on how you mm -hmm. might have hurt yourself, that might make it unique. Yeah, 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 for yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah, but it's like your body works the same way as everyone else's. You just have some different barriers. Yeah, right. But but your body, like it's not like you process glucose different than anyone else right it's not like yeah. your krebs cycle is different than mine everybody thinks that way though right, right? they're, sold this, they're sold this crap though that they yeah. think that oh well you know i heard that uh, you know i'm glucose you know i have a problem with glucose right mm -hmm. it's genetics yeah and you find out that genetic issues are like less than five percent yeah of all issues yeah, yeah. It's just junk science is what it is yeah. So, yeah yeah it's it's 
it's too bad and so I and, and I can understand it because it feels like your body's unique yeah. in that sense right like even me who I do this for a living and have hundreds of people that I've helped successfully like I'll apply this stuff to me and as I'm applying it I'll still kind of be like mm, this won't work like it still <laughs> feels like even though I know it will yeah. Yeah. right like and every time I'll do these things things I've done dozens of times sure I'll do it like some ankle opener. I'll be like, now my ankle's so stiff, and I'll, oh. yeah. and then it'll. I'll still be surprised it worked. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because it feels hopeless, it so, does. so to speak. Right? I don't mean that in like a weird way or like a pun on your. It's fine, right? but you feel that way. Yeah, you definitely feel that even way. if you know different. Yeah, it feels that way, even for me. It's fascinating. So I was. Uh, I'm starting this new book. I just started reading. It's called the Autonomic System Diet. Hmm. Started by a guy, he, he was designing this protocol to beat cancer for uh, pancreatic and liver. Hmm. And he had this patient come in, and he made a recommendation. And, the guy goes, and he told him, he goes, you need to follow this 100%. And the guy had a mass the size of a cantaloupe that you could palpate in his stomach. Hmm. Right? So he did the program for six months, mm-hmm. and he was a hypersympathetic person. So it was designed to tone down gotcha. the system. Yeah, yeah. And the mass went away. Cancer free in six months. Wow. But a byproduct of the protocol when you ramp down sympathetics is you get lower energy, you get a little more onset of kind of like depression because you're not going 100% all the right. time, right? You're not on amphetamines yeah, anymore. Yeah, you're not on amphetamines all the Basically, time. Basically. Yeah. Yes. And so he went to his family practitioner and told him that he felt down. Family practitioner put him on Adderall. Mm-hmm. Adderall is a sympathetic stimulant. An amphetamine. And then what <laughs> happened? The mask came back. Oh right? my gosh. And so it's crazy because this is what, you know, you're exactly explaining it, right? Mm-hmm. You're like, you know, this hip ankle or this ankle opener works mm-hmm. and you're like, I'm just not going to do it because it's not going to work. Or you're like, yeah. you're telling yourself this, this lie because yeah. you, we might, we maybe go see something different, shiny object. Yeah. And then we come back and we do it. And all of a sudden the ankle's fine. And you're like, you idiot. Yeah. <laughs> it just doesn't. Cause a lot of the real solutions aren't sexy. No, they're not. And they're not like cool. Yeah. Right, it's like no, right? Like, had somebody come in there. This is kind of a tangent, but they're like, you know, I, I want to be a faster swimmer. And like, what do I need to do? I was like, well, you need to swim fast. <laughs> that's the main thing. <laughs> that's it. And what it's I mean not by that sexy is, at all, dude. That's don't swim slow. Yeah. Right. Like, if you yeah. want to be fast, swim fast. Swim fast. That's don't it. swim slow. Yes. So that means you can't go do you know three thousand meter swims, right? Very like slow paced. <laughs> right. right. Yeah. 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 But sometimes, you know, the, the, and you, and it sounds like kind of obvious, but also like if you're that swimmer, you're like, that won't work. Yeah, that's exactly right. But it will work. It will. Just swim faster. Yeah. And don't swim slow. Right? Like most yeah. of the solutions are like so simple that you're just like, oh, it can't work. But it, but it usually does. <laughs> yeah. If it's a good one. It is. That's great. That's fascinating. So in this, in these 79 what were avatars that you use, right? That come through the yeah, yeah. through the gym or with just general people. One thing that I've heard come across from other people who've encountered you or engaged you in services was this idea of injury, uh, likelihood of being injured. Yeah, yeah. Right, it's a scale, right? Mm-hmm. And she used her reference of her daughter and she said, mm-hmm. you know, she left you from high school because she trained with you proficiently and she was not prone for injury at all. Mm-hmm. She was very, like, very good athlete left for college and then comes back and now very injury prone. Yeah. How do you evaluate somebody that way? What, what's this, this technology or this, this thing that you're using to help them out on that, to let yeah. them know? So we basically apply what we call 
we quantify your movement, your, your movement efficiency, right? So that's step one, because most corrective, most therapy, right? Like, it's like, do you feel better? And you're like, ah, kind of, maybe. I hate that. Right? It's symptoms. Just, it's all symptom-based. Yeah, right? and it's, but it's hard to quantify, right? Yeah. Like, especially because a lot of stuff gets better slowly. Yep. Right? It'd be like trying to say I'm losing weight without having a scale, right? Like, you might be able to kind of tell you're losing weight, but it's happened so slow that... It's hard, but if you hop on the scale and it says you're down 10 pounds, you're like, oh, yeah, I, I'm winning. Well, it's a right? night, yeah, I lost 40 pounds last year. Yeah. But that's a year. Yeah. It didn't happen overnight. Right. No. And you're able to measure your success. Yeah. And, yeah. and movement should be the same way. So you ha- we score you. We give you a movement efficiency score, 1 to 100. Right? And this is based on a lot, of factors. a lot of factors. Yeah. But long story short, if you're below a 50, you're at a high risk of injury. And we'll tell you where. And if you're say fifty one to six seventy four, you know, you're you're doing okay. Okay. Right? If you're on the higher end, you're doing pretty damn good. If you're on yeah. the lower end, you you're okay. Yeah. And if you're seventy five plus, like you can do anything on the planet. Right? That's awesome. So, how hard is it? How many people are in seventy five plus? Maybe three percent. Yeah. Maybe three percent. I think it takes a lot of work to get there. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like a lot of us think that, oh yeah, I can be seventy five plus. Probably not. You, you, yeah, it depends on your history, right? Yeah. Like, if you have structural challenges, like maybe you broke your back, you, yeah. know, you may not get to 75, but you might get to 65. Yeah. Right? And because uh, most of the people that we would have, in fact, probably every person above 75 would be one of our pro athletes, right? That makes sense. Yeah, they're yeah. very, very, very in tune with their body. Their job is to they're, move well. Yeah. So it takes, you know, some discipline, but not that much. Like, you give me 30 minutes a day. I can probably get you to a 75 plus. It's amazing. Yeah. Just 30 minutes. Yeah. If I, yeah. yeah. And that's normally I ask for 15 minutes a day. Yeah. But if you really want to get there and get there quick, 30 yeah. minutes a day should do it. But yeah, basically to answer your question, you quantify your emotion based yeah. off of some active assessments, you know, some standard stuff like an overhead squat assessment and heel. Did you do you like go against the wall? Not up. against the wall, but yeah, it's very similar to that. It yeah. is terrible. I have awful range of motion on that. Really? Yeah. Probably yeah. probably ankle related, I would guess. I'm 100% going to guess it's ankle related. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, yeah, basically that's, we do a bunch of assessments and yeah. quantify your movement and then build a specific plan. That's awesome. Yeah, which is step one, like we talked about. That's step one. That's killer. How many people, so, you know, one thing that we talked about early on that I just think about oftentimes is both of us athletics are a part of our background Mm -hmm. i was a product of the coaches ahead of me and who they trained from right Mm -hmm. um a lot of these high school collegiate level athletes even professional level athletes when they engage you they're not being trained for their sport Mm. yeah right yeah is that something that you frequently see yeah yeah and i like the way you worded it because there's a difference between working out and training there is. Right. There's a very, very big difference. Yeah. Fitness yeah. isn't sports performance. No. Right? So there's things that are really great for general fitness, right? Yeah. Um, but maybe not great if you want to increase your speed on your 40. Yes. And so, you know, depending on the goal of the athlete, yeah. you should be... Sp- there's, there's something called a principle that we filter everything athletically through, right? And everyone should filter through this more people should filter through this. Sure. I could say one thing in sports, use this filter, which is, it's called the, it's called dynamic correspondence theory, which basically is, can you tie the exercises you're doing to an on-field 
performance increase. And what the reason that sounds obvious. That's a good thing. It is obvious. But most people quantify their performance, I'm saying that in quotations, by like, oh, did my can I bench press more? Sure. Right? But there's no not, direct correlation between bench and yeah. and your ability on the field. Yeah, right? you need to be able to say, because I benched more, now I'm like blowing up the O line. Sure. Right? Like um I'm hitting the the A gap, you know, two tenths Hard. of a second faster. Yeah, right? but that wouldn't like, be because you benched. I mean, that's, right. You're trained. You've trained yourself that start motion so many times. Exactly. Yeah, within five second realms. Yeah. You're just like, yeah. But f- but for most athletic programs, they measure your performance based off of the the, One rep the exercises. Right. Exercise. It's like circular logic. It's like yeah. I'm in here to be a better athlete, and then they don't measure your athleticism. Sure. Right. They measure. Okay your gym performance. performance. And sure. it's like your gym performance doesn't matter. You're there to improve your athleticism. Yeah. So yeah, everything you do has to tie to on field performance. And yeah. so you might test that with things like a forty or a five ten five or yeah. you know, um I, I don't know, a shark skill test. Like there's, yeah. there's different Just, ways to test it. Sure. But, but those are the things you'd want to see improve. Not like, oh now I can deadlift five hundred instead of four hundred, right? Like sure. that doesn't matter. For most sports, I remember in our training though, it was always about speed. It was the, it was how fast can you do the deadlift? That's good, right? At least oh, they had never right from that perspective. How fast does it come off the ground? Right from right. dead stop all the way up, right? right. Not heavy, but mm-hmm. how fast do you accelerate the motion? Mm-hmm. Right, from that perspective. Which is that was in high school. A better logic. Sure. The problem is, is the heavier those weights are. You're going to hurt yourself. Well, that and yeah. you can't move heavy weights fast. No, they don't right? move Because I agree with training fast. Yeah. But you can't move heavy weights fast. Yeah. So you're training slow. Well, what about these like the guys, the these freaks over in the uh, like Olympic lifting world? Yeah. They clean and jerk. Yeah. 580 That's their pounds. sport. Dude, that's nuts. Yeah. But it's that's nuts. their sport, right? It is like, their sport. They are, their sole performance is to do... Yeah. But what are their 40-yard times? Slow. Right. <laughs> Very so slow. don't do that for your 40. <laughs> you know what I mean? Sure. That but, makes sense. But people do yeah. that for their 40. They do. And it's crazy. They train them that way. That's how they train them. Yeah. 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 That's not directly transferable. There's no dynamic correspondence. No, none. I like that. Yeah. Dynamic correspondence yeah. theory. That's fascinating. So what's been the biggest change then? So like, let's say like a, college, a high school football team comes around. I'd imagine every single position has a very, very unique dynamic correspondence theory mm. with how you train them. A wide receiver is going to be trained differently than an O-line. Yeah. 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 Quarterback is sure. going to be different than a running back. Like Those guys yeah. are all going to have very different. For sure. Yeah. But they'll have a lot of overlap, too. Yeah. Because right, you might look at it. There's more variation across sports. Okay. Like, football is certainly going to have the most variation within the sport. Because sure. But, I mean, football, the jiu-jitsu. Yeah. I mean, there's yeah. They're very different. Very but, different. Like, you know, most positions on a basketball court are going to have more overlap than they have differences, sure. right? The same thing with baseball, right? Like, yeah. you know, it's baseball's all, like, rotational power. You know what I mean? So That makes sense. Right? Like, yeah. if you're a pitcher, that's rotational power yes. and accuracy. Yes. And if you're a big hitter, that's rotational power and, and accuracy. accuracy. Yeah. So they're very... Very outfielder, rotational power. And accuracy. accuracy. Yeah, it's like yeah. you have to be able to sprint probably a little bit faster than a pitcher might. But, yes. But that's the only difference. Yeah. So a ver- between sports, there's quite a bit of variance. Okay. Within them, generally, there's not. Okay. Unless, like I said, football. You, like you said, football yeah. is 
Football has a little redheaded stepchild. Yeah. They have their own little. Yeah, because linemen are different than quarterbacks. For yeah. sure. <laughs> yeah. But, but there's more overlap between a lineman and a wide receiver than most people would think. No way. Yeah, because. Sprint really hard, make a cut, right? Yeah, it's, it's I mean, that's like, like a, that's a D end. You need to be fast yeah. and agile. Yes. Really. Just yeah. one guy's heavier than the other. That's true. Like, I had a lineman, I won't say his name, but. He's in the NFL, and now he's a coach. But um, anyhow, he you know was like three thirty maybe, sure, three hundred thirty pounds. He cut down. He ended up cutting down in, during our training to like three fifteen. Right, he lost weight. Good, but he had like his best season ever. Sure, his performance significantly increased. Yeah, because power is force times velocity. Yeah. Right, so let's say. You have a force multiplier based on your velocity, right? Like, so let's say, just say to keep the math easy, you're 300 pounds and you're so explosive off the line that you triple your, the, the, the power of your mass, right? So, yeah, so you just accelerate. So You can increase acceleration. So if you, yeah, if you're 300 pounds and your acceleration is super fast, you might hit the guy with 900 pounds of force. Yep. But let's say you're 330 pounds, you're much bigger Acceleration slow, but your acceleration slow, you and if you hit it. them with a two times multiplier because you don't accelerate as fast, it's only six hundred sixty. Right. Yeah. You're hitting with six sixty. Yeah. So you're hitting less hard. Yes. And you're getting there late. Yep. So it would even be better for most linemen to be at three hundred instead of three thirty, but be crazy explosive. That makes total sense. Right. Then yeah. to be three thirty and not yeah. as explosive. And then what happens when you hit? Now you got to move laterally. You got to rotate, right? Yeah. Like, so so that's very similar to a, a wide receiver as well. So that's awesome. The quarterback's probably the most unique position because they have very unique needs. Right? Well, it's it's fascinating to bring it up. So like chiropractic wise, I think about mm-hmm. this. Everybody's like, "You're a big guy. You can really crack me," right? Like that's a <laughs> stupid comment, right? I would think that. <laughs> yeah. But here's what I think about it: you uh-huh. use force, right? Uh-huh. Chiropractic adjustment is a force. Uh-huh. Force is mass divided by acceleration squared, mm. right? Or mass times acceleration squared. Mm-hmm. How do you? What gives you the better force? Me mm. being a bigger guy or accelerating faster? Yeah, yeah, that's true. It's just the same analogy you just used. Yeah, so people true. always laugh. Like, oh, those little girls can't adjust me. I go, I know little girls who can light your shit up because because oh, they're fast. Yeah, yeah that's it. It's yeah, like yeah, they're good. Yeah, that's interesting. Mm. Yeah, no, tangent. yeah, no, yeah. that's interesting. Yeah. So I want to, I want to divide, I'm going to take like a big tie tangent here on this whole entire thing, because cool. I think this all comes together with everything we've talked about so far. Um, in our world, we've had the opportunity to work with a single patient that one experienced dramatic injury mm-hmm. and two had is looking, I mean, I call him a unique individual because of Plus his, an understatement. It's yeah. a very understatement because I mean the, his approach to life is fascinating. This guy was a he was in two car wrecks. He broke his neck twice. He's a walking quadriplegic, mm-hmm. right? And he found you in Florida. That's where he met you, and then he moved to Texas just to do this. Well, he met me here, but he's, he met you. Yeah, here. he moved from. Florida. He moved from Florida, but he, how did he hear about you? He at some conference in Florida or something. No, he was, I don't know. I don't remember. Somebody referenced. Like, somebody referenced you to him. Yeah, and um, I can't remember. But he moved up here. Yeah, and so, so we met, because he was here, like, visiting his aunt or something. Yeah, I think that's what it was. Yeah. And we met, and then, like, he decided to move out. That's it? Yeah. But, um, so, working with someone like that, what do you have to take into consideration? Do you start the same way? Mm, yeah. You start with the movement efficiency? No, then, I mean, yes and no. Okay. Yeah. Because, 
You know, I've had I've had five quads in my office. Wow. Four of them walk, and one of them quadriplegics. Quadriplegics. One of them's in a wheelchair. Mm-hmm. Five of them, four of them walk. One of them is in a wheelchair. Wow. The one, the what I've noticed is the ones who walk. It's what happens between their ears. Sure. And Chase, the one that we're talking about, Chase has a is what's between his ears is incredible. Yeah. 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 So, for sure. Yeah. 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 I don't know where I'm going with this, but I wanted to ask, yeah. like, what was your what was your training theory on this on helping him? I mean, yeah. the guy's already walking; he had goals of being able to drive. Now yeah. he's box jumping. I mean, like, how do you even do that? Because all science would say this guy should not be doing what he's doing. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if that's what science would say. I mean, I guess yeah, you could say that, but I mean, I didn't really know what I was doing. You yeah. know what I mean? Like trial and error. I haven't had someone like that, so it was just a hypothesis right so yeah, it was what science is right hypothesis. yeah yeah and then we tested yeah. it and it happened yeah. to work you know but uh, uh, i made no guarantees yeah. but um the idea was that it was a neurological injury yep and so we probably needed to target his nervous system right well, obviously it's not just a neurological injury but like there's structural damage obviously Yes. But um, no, the idea was like he'd had PTs working on his soft tissue. He'd had people working on, you know, a lot of the stuff that is structural. So it seemed like the gap was there wasn't much around training his nervous system. Right. And when I say train your nervous system, I mean, like in ways that it would be used. Sure. Right. so like a bicep curl, which I think is one of the things he was doing. It's not challenging your nervous system. Not at all. Right, so when do you ever need to use that? Maybe to carry groceries. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. World record grocery carrier. Yeah, that's and it. it's not like that's, you know, like stuff that challenges your nervous system is unstable. It's multi-planar. Yeah. Um, it's, um, you know, it's it's hard to control basically. Sure. Right, and so you need stuff that requires you to challenge your ability to control things. Is a sure. way of thinking of it. Yeah. And so we started with, can you control simple things, and then made those things more complex over time. That was it? Yeah. And then he got better at it. Yeah. Yeah. That was basically it. That's a good theory. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. That was it. I love it. Simple. Yeah. Remember? Simple. What did you say at the beginning? The things that work are simple. They're <laughs> yeah. not pretty. That's yeah. it. Yeah. It's like, start with simple stuff and make it more complex. Make it more complex. That was That's it. Awesome. Luckily it worked. It worked. It worked. That was it. Right? I didn't know if it would. <laughs> Luckily, it did. But it did. Yeah. And that's what's awesome was, about it. Yeah. Yeah, that's fascinating. I got another guy I gotta send your way. He's a uh, Ironman, and he's done Kona. Wow. And a lady it's ran a red light and uh, oh. t-boned him. Oh my gosh. At forty miles an hour, mm-hmm. fractured his hip, mm-hmm. broke his bike in half, put him in a in a coma for three weeks in a hospital. Oh my gosh. And he's trying to get back into Ironman shape. He wow. can't run. His right hip is killing him right now. Sure. Yeah. He can bike and swim. Do they replace the hip or is it? No. They put pins and needles into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Wow. Yeah. That it's pretty fast. wild. Yeah. But, yeah. I just that's thought about tough. that. I needed to put those two together. Yeah. Yeah. That's that. Sounds like a beast though. Another one that I have is there's this um, one thing that you, you've talked about with me is muscle activation technique, mm-hmm. MAT. Yeah. I've heard about this a lot in the chiropractic field, oh, really? but I've never heard about it outside of chiropractic. Really? Yeah. So how'd you get into it? I don't remember. You don't remember? <laughs> but it works. Uh, yeah, it works yeah. really well. There's a lot of common threads, though, in, in MAT with a lot of people, right, mm-hmm. that they have. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, the idea is basically that if a muscle is inhibits, meaning it, you can think of that as like, 
it turns off, right? It just that's what they the words they use turned yeah. off or turned on. Yeah, it just yeah. stops firing. It's not. You might a lot of people would interpret that maybe as the muscles weak, and it's like yeah. it's not weak. It's just not fire fired up. Yeah. Right? So, um, and there's all there's this kind of downstream cascade of negative impacts of you know like one muscle in your shoulder turns off. You got a lot of problems. Your shoulder's going to start to shut down. So is your yeah. elbow. So is your wrist. Yeah. So is, you just go down yeah. the chain. Your neck. I mean, the right. whole thing is just going to be this big chain. Yeah. Yeah. And so, like, maybe all of a sudden you lose range of motion yeah. in your shoulder, let's just say. Sure. And so people are going to go in there, and they're going to try and stretch you, and they're going to do massage. And I love massage, but, you know, like, they're just, what they're doing with stretching and massage to loosen you up is they're really inhibiting more stuff. Right, temporarily, which is why, you know, if you've gone in to get a massage or stretched out a bunch, and you're like, oh, it feels looser, but then 24 hours later, it's stiffened back up. Yeah, it's because those muscles are being required to do a job. Yes, and they're doing that inhibited muscle's job. Yes, and so if it's like, oh, I feel good, but then tomorrow you wake up stiff again. Yes, probably it's inhibition, and so what's weird is. It's one of those other things that you're like, this isn't going to work, and it just somehow does. <laughs> but you go in and you find, that's really the, the secret sauce of MAT, is like, how good are you at finding that muscle? Sure. Because activating it's easy as hell. Okay. Right? It's so yeah. easy. Yeah. But then you wake that one muscle up in the shoulder, and all of a sudden, all the other stuff that was trying to do its job relaxes. And you're like, and good. instantly your range of motion's back. Yeah. Instantly your strength is back. Yeah, and I mean, depending on the severity, right? Sure, like, often, that's awesome. But yeah, that, that's really kind of what got me into it because I thought it was bull crap. At you first. think it was snake oil? Yeah, yeah. I was like, there's yeah. something. This is a trick. But sure, no, it's like there's good science behind it. I won't bore everyone with it. That's amazing. That's not boring. That's pretty awesome stuff. I mean, that's fascinating to think about that mm-hmm. from that perspective. Yeah, for yeah. sure. So, does, do you do that on anybody that comes in, like yeah. on their? Quality movement efficiency system scale or like when do yeah. you do it? It's part of the it's part of the process, right? Um, depends on the person. Depends on the right? person. Like yeah. um, it just depends on what they're dealing with. It, yeah, it's one modality, and you know one of the problems is, um, and I would encourage if you're a trainer who's listening to this, like I would encourage you to go get as many certifications as many things as you can get so that you get a well-rounded view of the body, right? I don't know sure. what I have on it, maybe 15, 20. Yeah, but you expose yourself to knowledge. Yeah, and so a lot of people in the MAT world think MAT fixes everything. They do. It doesn't. I know. There, I know I know those doctors. <laughs> right? I, know, I know chiropractors yeah. who only have a practice that's MAT. Yeah. But and it's not it's all It's awesome. It. It's great. It can help with the muscle firing, but you got to yeah. change the nervous system firing. you got to change yeah. bone structure. You got, I mean, there's a lot of things there's that happen. a lot. Yeah. Yeah, so it's one modality that works yeah. for some people in sure. specific instances. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, is it a part of the process? Yeah, for, for some people, but not for everyone. Some people, you go in and you test everything and everything's good. And you're like, well, it's not an activation problem. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So it just depends on the person. Yeah, that's a good answer, though. Yeah. Yeah. I think that covers everything I wanted to cover. Cool. You got anything else you want to cover? Off the no. top of your head? I don't think so. I don't think so either. just here following your lead. That's awesome. Um, so one way I like to do is for our listeners that subscribe, that come on to this whole entire idea, how do people find you? Where, where, um, do you, where are you guys at social media-wise? Where are you at? 
ProCoreFitness.net's our website. Okay. Um, you can find us on Facebook. Okay. I think it's like, it just, I don't know, just search ProCore Fitness. Just search ProCore Fitness. ProCore is one you. word. P-R-O-C-O-R-E. That's Space perfect. Fitness. Perfect. Um, you can find us on... Who does your social media for you guys? Uh, Kelly Houston, St. Oh, Germain, no one of our trainers. She, no um, she does a lot of it. And then, you know, other trainers post a lot uh, as yeah. well. Um, I'm pretty bad on social media. Yeah. So That's okay. You, can you have people just, that do it for you. Well, they do it because they do it much better than I would. Yeah. <laughs> but um, there's, um, yeah, you can always call me. And this is what trips people out. Like, I just mainly do phone calls. That's the greatest thing in the world. Yeah. I love it. I, I, made a, I made a comment last week. I have some problems with some people that don't answer phone calls. Mm. I get mad about it. A lot it. of people don't. I, I don't like it. I'm like, just answer the phone. It's way easier. We solve a, we solve a lot of problems just so by talking on the phone. Yeah. It takes two minutes of yeah. your entire time instead of a... It's, fi- it's efficient. It's efficient instead of an email, a text, and then a you know, yeah. subconscious reading of what that text <laughs> right. meant, right? It's like, oh, yeah. that guy's being an asshole. And I'm like, no, I was just saying, how are you? Right? Yeah, <laughs> for sure. For sure. So I like phone so. calls. So you can always call me at 817-809-2100. Awesome. Yeah, that's sweet. That's the, if you want to talk to me, that's yeah. the best way to do it. Good. That's it. Well, I love that, man. That's not a lot of people will do that. We'll yeah. give that out. So, yeah. I think you have a lot of great uh, value here, Justin. Thank you thanks. for your time today, man. Yeah, thanks that for was a lot of great information. And for most people, I think one of the things, the biggest takeaways I hear from this is, one, uh, your body's not unique. It's, you, you know, a lot of us have... We're, we deal with the same issues. I might say my, it's not different. It's not different. It's probably unique. It's probably unique, but it's not, not different. different. Not yeah. different. A lot of us have these problems, yeah. and there's, there are solutions. There is hope for it to be taken care of. Mm-hmm. You just got to get to the right place with the right person that can help you navigate this field. It for sounds sure. like what you guys offer at Procore helps a lot of people. I think it is, but yeah. no matter where you go, just make sure you get assessed and a yeah. personalized plan and somebody who knows how to build it into your life if it's not us because those are the things you need no matter what. Awesome, dude. Well, that's everything I got today. Cool. Sweet.